Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellas Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we will be discussing the most forgettable movies of 2017 and talking TV, as well as reviewing Marvel's The Punisher. Oops, um, I mean Runaways. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how you doing? I am doing good, man. How are you doing? <laughs> I am alright. Uh, we are not talking about The Punisher today. That's because Ozzy and I still haven't watched it yet. So, sorry if I got your hopes up. <laughs> oh, that was great. I was just like, oh, did you mean to do that? <laughs> yeah. I just, uh, <laughs> I just texted you. I'm like, are we, is, are we airing this? <laughs> yeah, we definitely are. <laughs> somebody's going to somebody's gonna like just click on the episode and be like, oh, they're talking about The Punisher. Cool. Ooh, no. Uh, they still haven't watched it yet. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, it is what it is. Um, you know? We will do things in our own time, I guess. <laughs> Jeez. Look, man, it's, just, it's been super busy with all these indie movies coming out and then all this TV that's ending. But we um, say that and then, like, we're reviewing The Runaways. <laughs> Runaways, but Runaways, I didn't mean to watch Runaways. It just though. happened. Like, I, I literally wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't watch it. I wasn't planning on watching it. And I probably still wouldn't have watched it if it wasn't for my friends, because we're all waiting for This Is Us. Like we have the we have we have This Is Us Tuesdays, and during This Is Us Tuesdays, like we kind of wait a little bit for the show to start because we don't like to sit through commercials. So like we'll record it and then we'll and then we'll play the episode. Mm-hmm. So I think we started around like seven, and we're just like okay, so like what does everybody want to watch? And we went on Hulu, we went on Netflix. And I was like, you know, let's watch The Punisher. Like, let's watch something else. And they're just like, no, like I want, like I'm not really feeling, I'm like, I'm not really feeling this. So they chose Runaways, and I was like, I guess I'm watching Runaways. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what to do about it, but <laughs> it's whatever. And then we watched episodes one and two, and I went on Hulu. They're, they're not really releasing at all like Netflix usually would. Yeah, Hulu doesn't so, do that generally. So yeah, I didn't know that. So. I kind of just, I was like, this is my, this is, it's ironic. Marvel's Runaways is my first Hulu original show that I'm watching. That's why I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I mean, I guess I'm all cut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am planning on watching it at some point. I am not actually going to review it. Ozzy and Jesse is going to be joining us later in the episode to review, to review Marvel's Runaways. But I have not watched it yet. I will at some point. It's just, um... I'm very busy right now. <laughs> Finals are, um, they're coming. So, yeah. All right. Well, we're going to start with something that Ozzy has been talking about wanting to do for a while. And we finally have found a moment to do it. And we're going to be talking about the most forgettable movies of this year. Now, we're not necessarily talking about, um, like, we're not necessarily talking about the worst movies of the year, and I think that's kind of a danger when we have this discussion, Ozzy, you mentioned that. But we're talking about movies that, when we look back at, like, 
our list of movies that we've watched this year, we go, oh, yeah, that came out this year. I forgot about that. So that's what we're talking about. And I am still sick, if you can't tell. But I'm going to power through, and we'll do what we have to do. All right. Uh, Ozzy, you want to start us off with this list? Yeah, man. I'm going to go ahead and say the – and I don't really listen to the list, like, particularly have a – have a list and the reason why you guys are just like oh well they're forgettable how do you know like you know how did you remember i went on my writings yeah same <laughs> <laughs> i was just like let me see what i've seen so far i was like oh yeah that came out I'm running it down um and one of the movies that that i saw on here was the great wall starring matt damon willem dafoe and tian jing and pedro pascal i have that one on my list too yeah yeah, totally forgot this movie came out. <laughs> totally forgot, man. I don't even... I think we saw it together, right? I think so. I think we did. I'm not sure. <laughs> it was one that... I, I can't remember if you hated it more than I did. I, there's a lot of bad in it, but it's just... There's not much like that really stands out. The only thing... When I close my eyes and think of this movie, the only thing I can think of are like those um female fighters like jumping off and like bouncing up and stuff like that um and i remember the cgi was horrible that's really all i remember about the movie so yeah i remember how predictable it was yeah and how the cgi was i mean this is this is one of china's i think this is china's like big budget film mm-hmm. i think it was um sorry if that's not accurate I'm just it's just off the top of my head because I don't remember this movie for a reason. Um, I remember Matt Damon being honestly being one of giving one of the worst performances of the Ooh, year. Yeah, it was rough. I remember that um, now. It's, it's really rough. <laughs> um, just looking back at it, I didn't care for any of these characters, and the I remember the I remember I remember the costumes in this movie. The costumes were very colorful. They very they colorful. were kind of Power Rangers ish, right? Yeah, Power yeah. Rangers. I think that's the word that you used on it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's one of the only things I remember. Hey, uh, and, hey, just because we're saying that these that we're not talking about the worst right now doesn't mean that there's going to be there's not going to be some crossover. I'll tell you right now, there's probably going to be some crossover. Like, The Great Wall, most likely going to be on my worst of the year. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, uh, just keep that in mind. I am going to say... um. This is interesting. I I don't know. I, I I this is not a movie, and you might kind of get mad at me. I don't remember how much you like this movie, but this isn't a movie that I necessarily like hated. This is not a movie that's gonna be on my top ten worst by any means. But I honestly like was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that movie. And then sitting down and remembering the trying to remember the movie, I don't remember anything about it other than one performance I didn't like and the overall premise of the movie, and that is Fist Fight. Fist fight. That's on my list too. I yeah. don't like that movie as much. Yeah, I I mean, I remember that one girl that I can't remember her name for the life of me, but she's also in 22 Jump Street, and I just don't like her as an actress. And I I don't think she was very necessarily good in this movie because I don't just like her performances. But I, I don't know. That's all I really remember about the movie, and I remember what it's about, and that's about it. I, honestly, it's really forgettable. Uh, I don't even remember what I rated the movie. I can pull it up, but yeah, it's on your list too. Yeah, it's definitely on my list, man. I do not care. I did not really care for that movie whatsoever. I don't. I don't like one of the main characters. I think I said it's like it's not. It's not even his fault. Um, I just didn't like his voice. 
find his voice very interesting. Oh. I don't know his name though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, Charlie Day. I feel bad. Yeah, I mean I feel bad. He's probably a nice guy. But um <coughs> I just I, I can't I don't like his voice. I don't know what to tell people. <laughs> That's not a reason. <laughs> Whatever. All right. We we've had no, this discussion not, before. I'm not, no, like I'm not. I'm not. Like it's not nothing he can do about it. Yeah. You know I mean? I, 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 no offense to him. Yeah. I just don't like his voice, and it doesn't help that in I think it was like seventy percent of the movie he's screaming and yelling, yeah, which makes true. his voice worse. So like, because I can tolerate it, but I can tolerate somebody's voice. Like you know, I, I don't like it, but if they scream, it just. It doesn't make it. It doesn't help with the situation. It just makes things worse. So yeah, I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry, yeah. Charlie. I'm... <laughs> All right, Ozzy. Um, what about you? The Circle with Emma Watson and Tom Hanks. Totally forgot that movie came out. See, I couldn't put that one on because I do remember that movie just because of how bad it is. Like, it is a terrible movie, and I remember it being terrible. <laughs> I totally forgot about this. Um, <laughs> it, it is a terrible. I think we all did. Yeah, everyone I think did. we all did. So bad. I I don't think that she made any sense. And I will talk spoilers when it comes to the top ten. Worse, <laughs> I'm not gonna get into spoilers now because they're the worst guys. And this deserves to be on my top ten worst. I honestly be, forgot yes. about this movie. <laughs> all right, uh, one all right, that, one that I'm gonna bring up is a movie that I don't think you've seen um and it is war machine it is a netflix movie and i have this on the list because i remember when we were rushing because we were doing our top 10 movies of the year so far so we we're like scrambling trying to watch as many as possible to make the list as good as possible so i watched a bunch of netflix movies at that time and i believe we watched like three i watched three of them i watched okja to the bone and war machine and War Machine is the one that I always constantly forget that, that came out this year. It's it's just, it's not necessarily, it's another one that's not going to be on my worst of the year. It's not horrible, but there's just not much to it. So I just, I, it, it's like when I think of those movies, even though I'm not the biggest fan of Okja, at least it's weird enough that it stands out in my brain. And then obviously To the Bone, it's on our top 10 list um, and it will likely still be there at the end of the year. Uh, and then War Machine just kind of like, it's there. It happened. I don't remember anything really about it other than it was kind of weird in its tone. And I, when I think of the Netflix movies I've seen this year, this is not one that I'm going to remember. Damn. I did not see that movie, yeah. but it's with Brad Pitt. I believe yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I totally, totally forgot about the movie. Um, one movie that I'm going to mention on here, I think it's my last one. Cause you haven't, you haven't, you haven't, you haven't even been naming them. But it's my last one on the list. This is number five. Collide. This is with... God, I can't even remember the actor's names. Uh... <laughs> I have that one on my list, too. <laughs> uh, let me pull up their names, because their names literally just escaped my mind. But... See, this is weird. This is different than Circle, because for Circle, for me, it's so bad that I remember it. With this one, it's really bad. It's probably worse than Circle for me. But I don't remember it. <laughs> like it's so bad that I don't remember anything about it, which is worse yeah, it, in a way than Circle. So, eesh. yeah, I mean, for me, they're both really bad. Yeah. It's Felicity Jones and oh, Nicholas. God, she was in this movie. Oh my gosh, it's terrible. And 
Anthony Hopkins. Um, it was it was horrible. It was a really bad movie. So bad. I think everybody here gave a horrible performance. Um, I'm just being honest. I don't like the cinematography, from what I remember. I don't like the point of this movie. I don't like anything about this movie. <laughs> it's going to be on my top ten list. Expect it there. And I will be going further into detail because I have not rewatched this movie. I'm just seeing pictures and I'm getting like flashbacks right now. But yeah, it was a really horrible movie. Don't watch it. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm trying to see if I've named all of mine. One, two, three, four. I think I have one more left. So I'm going to say, I think this is one that you haven't seen either. I can't remember. I, I think Bob reviewed this with me, but I don't know if you ever went to see it. And it is The Space Between Us. No, I did not see that movie. Uh, not good. Um, and honestly, again, it's one that if you ask me to describe what happens in this movie, I can give you the basic premise, and that's about it. I don't remember anything about this movie. It's overly forgettable. The performances are... I remember... Oh, that's one thing I do remember. The performance is not good, especially the girl. I really hated her performance. Um, and yeah, it really... It, the only thing that stands out about this movie is how dumb the title is. So that's what I got. <laughs> All right. Is that, yeah, I, mean, I think like that's a, it, right? Seems, seems like a pretty dumb title. The space Jeez. between us. Jeez. Yeah. And then, yeah, geez. <laughs> I remember seeing the, tra I do remember seeing the trailer <laughs> for that movie because I remember being like, okay, this could be cool. And then it turns into a love story and you're like, okay. And then you see the title of the movie and you're like, oh gosh, no, <laughs> it's so bad. All right. Uh, you want to start talking about TV? Um, sure. I mean, I've already talked about the CD, uh, the the crossover for you guys. For those of you guys who did not watch or did not listen to last week's episode, we already discussed the the, the CW crossover. I don't know if Carlos, you caught up, or you caught up on that, or no, no. no. Did you even start watching it? No, I am still working on it. I tr tell. I'm telling you, I have like four projects due by the end of next week, and I had two that I just finished last night. It's a crazy time for me. <laughs> this is not a good TV watching time for me. Alrighty. Um, I mean, I, I mean, for those of you guys who didn't release, who didn't watch last week's episode, watch, I mean, just go ahead and listen to it. But um, overall, I think it was the best crossover that the, C, the CWDC TV has ever done. Um, it's, it's very large in its scope. I think it was a really great decision for them to add Alex in there. And yeah, just check it out. Check out the review. But uh, another high this week, this week in TV is This Is Us. This Is Us. Um, for those of you guys who aren't watching This Is Us, you guys need to get on this. Um, this episode, and this is gonna be spoilers, guys. It's gonna be really spoiler-filled TV this week. Carlos, did you watch This Is Us? Yes, and this is interesting because I'm gonna have This Is Us as a low. A relative, really? relative low. I'm not saying like it was a terrible episode of television. It's not that, but relative to the show and due to the fact that like I don't, I haven't watched too too much, so I don't have much of a sample size. I think of the numbered episodes. You know, we had um, an episode called Number One, Number Two, Number Three about each of the kids. Um, yes, I think this was my least favorite, Number Three. So, I think my my least favorite was Number Two. Man, I definitely, but yeah. All right, go ahead. My least favorite is number two. I mean, look, I, I like seeing I like seeing Randall really deal with everything and really mm -hmm. deal with the uh, situation with Deja 
and fight for her and fight for her to really stay living with with them, you know? Mm. And I really like the character, you know, I at the end, you know, we really did get closure with Randall and Deja. She really she cares for him and we finally see that she starts to care for him. And you see Randall get kind of choked up when she calls him well, she calls him her foster dad. And I really like that. And it was really sweet for Randall. You know, we finally got to see that closure with, with him and Deja when they were, you know, when she was kind of presenting her project to the class. She was like, my, my you know, my foster care father taught me that. And you could tell that it meant something to Randall. You could tell that it really got him choked up and everything. So, I, you know, this for me was one of my favorites because we really got to finally see that resolution that Randall really wanted to get with her. And... It really, it was also very touching that she hugged him. Mm-hmm. You know, in the beginning of her character, when she was introduced, she didn't like to be touched or anything like that by another, by another, you know, male. And you know, for for her to, you know, give him a hug and say, you know, like it's not that I don't want to live with you. It's just, you know, she's also my mom. It was very touching, sad but very touching. Um, so that's why for me it was one of my favorites. I will say, like a low about it was we really. Um, you know, I expected it to, it could have gone better. I will say that because the thing that, that was disappointing about number one, I feel that, I feel like number two and number three, like their stories kind of closed, you know, like we all, like there were small chapters and they closed nicely, you know, Kate and Kate and Toby, they're going to try again. Maybe not now, but they are willing to try again. Mm-hmm. Randall and his wife are going to try to adopt another, you know, they're going to be foster parents to some other kid. You know, that's, that's what they decided. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin, you know, yeah, he, like, I think it would have been great. I think it would have been excellent to see him get that closure that we needed to have him get in, in, in his episode where he tells Randall. I think it was a bad decision for the writers to, to have him, we are going to um, disagree on this until the end of time, but sure. Yeah, I mean, look, look. This is my this is my thing. I don't think they should have. I don't think they should have said. I don't think they should have written Randall to say. I know you don't have to tell me. Kay lost the baby. I just don't because it doesn't make sense that though that number two and number three, their stories are closed and they're moving on, and he's not. To me, it just doesn't make any sense. Because I mean, Kevin's I, story is there's so much more there. I I just think that they can. I mean. The dramatic, him getting pulled over for the DUI with the daughter in the back seat. I mean, that's just with when if he has that moment where he tells Randall, we don't get that scene. We don't get Kevin falling even further, and finally people recognizing that he has a problem. So, uh, you know, I, I I think it works. But anyway, I don't want to talk about that episode. I'm talking about this episode. For me, it's a low because for me, it focused the least on its namesake character. Uh, I feel like every episode progressively got more and more about like everybody. I think there was with Kate's episode, there was a lot of Kevin and Randall in it as well. And then with Randall's episode at number three, it, there was also a lot of Kevin. There was also a lot of Kate. It's like, I feel like, yes, it did focus most on Randall, but not as much as say number one did focus on Kevin. I mean, think about that episode. You don't even really see Kate or Randall in the episode until you see Randall at the end. And I think you see Kate's name on his phone when she's calling him. 
now I get the point because they were all like as the episodes kept progressing they kept showing everything and how it all ties together and I was really into that by the second episode I was like if they finish this off strong this will be like the best three episodes of a show I've seen this year like the best contained three episodes and it was still good be- because, I mean, I, like I said, I'm not saying this was a bad episode of TV. I just think it was my least favorite just because it didn't focus as much on Randall as I would have liked. Now, I see, I can totally see the argument that last season was a lot about Randall, so you don't need as much with him. And I get that. Um, I just, I don't know. It just, I, I really would have liked them to go a little bit more into that storyline. And I think we might still this season, but... I don't know. It was it was fine. Um, I think I think we just I think I think we just want I think we just like better storylines. Like I'm really I'm like I'm I'm like 100 percent invested in Kevin's storyline. Then it's Randall's and then it's Kate's. Mm -hmm. I just the the more I watch Kate, the it's kind of like it's not that I don't like her. It's just I don't like the way she treats her mom. And I don't like I don't I didn't also didn't like how she took it out on Toby. Um so I don't know. Yeah, it was just I, you know my feelings on Kate. I I think that that episode and number two made me like her a little bit more, um, but and maybe understand her a little bit more. But at the same time, I still think that they've kind of written in circles. Hopefully, this episode kind of helped direct them and tell them where they need to bring this character. But who knows? All right. Yeah. Um, let me talk about my high because that was my low. <laughs> um, <laughs> my high is I'm all right. I'm really divided here because uh, to pull the curtain back, I there are two shows that I definitely watch and I'm huge fans of that have just started back up actually, and I did watch kind of the first episode of both of them. Uh, I, and I kind of the first episode. Yes, because both of them were two hour premieres. And I watched the, I watched the entire Vikings one, and then I watched half of the Agents of Shield one, because I didn't have time. So I watched it this morning before we started recording, but I didn't have time to finish it. So, the thing is, I liked the Agents of Shield premiere better, but I haven't finished it yet, so I don't know where to go. And uh, all right, what I'll say about Vikings is it's a great show. You need to watch it. I told I texted Ozzy this as I was watching like the recap before the um before the episode started. It's one of those shows where the character development is just absolutely impeccable. I mean, I was watching scenes from episode or from season one, and then to see where Ragnar was last season, it's just how did that? I mean, geez, it's truly amazing. They've used time jumps a lot in this show, where like I feel like every half season they're jumping forward in time. And normally I would get really bothered by that, but for this show, it really works. It really, really works because it allows us to explore new characters basically every half season. Um, but anyway, what my full positive is, my full high is going to be is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Even though I've only seen the first half of the premiere, it was a freaking awesome first half of the premiere. Oh my gosh, that show is so good. It is and I, I'm not going to stand down on this. And Ozzy, you might hate me. It is the best freaking comic book show on TV right now. And I am telling you, I love this show. It is so good. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yes, Agents of freaking S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm telling you, I... I don't, I don't hate you. I just don't think it's better than... I don't think it's better than Daredevil. Well, you haven't watched it. 
<laughs> so you can't really say that. But you think it's better than Daredevil? You think Agents of Shield is better than Daredevil? I'm telling you. I know you, you've had. I know you've had major issues with Agents of Shield. Before. But I'm talking about like, right freaking now. I'm talking about if you if I'm saying this se- how this season or last season finished up and going into this season and where they're taking it. I I mean, this show has become. It is really honed its craft. It's doing, in a way, not as the extreme as this example, and this might turn some people off, but it's doing kind of the Legends thing where it recognizes the problems with the show and is poking fun at it. The amount of meta kind of jokes in this first episode were... Like, the dialogue, I really want to know who wrote that episode because I freaking loved it. And then the story, the direction they're taking the show, and... When you finish off last season, how you did, where basically the entire, because uh, with Agents of Shield they split it up into different storylines and like oh and basically three storylines per season. I don't know how they're going to do it this season since it'll be a shorter season, but uh, with the white the, the arc that they finished with last season. How are you going to top that? Because it was an incredible final arc there, and then you go and. We get a tease of it at the end of the at the end of last season where we're going, and I was like, "How are they going to explain this? How is this going to work?" And it does. And I like, I'm telling you, this show is so good. They like, okay, I'm I'm just going to spoil what happens. If you haven't seen it, I'm going to spoil it. Skip forward thirty seconds. I'm not going to spend too much time on it. But they're in space, in the future, and Earth has been destroyed. What, what, and the way they reveal it, like, because they all get abducted at the end of last season and we don't know what happens and they wake up in space, right? And we're all very confused. I had no idea what was happening. I was like, this is weird, but cool. And then to see where we are and they slowly reveal it. And by the end of that first half, they all realize what is going on and that they're in the future and they're in the at the space station that is right next to the remnants of Earth. And they're like, what the hell is going on? It is freaking amazing. And I'm telling you, this show is so good. Even despite its problems from last season, and I didn't even the problems of last season were not egregious problems. Like I would take last season over the flash any day. I would take last season over really a lot of those shows any day but i'm telling you the way it finished and the way we're going i am super excited about this show it is one of if not the best comic book shows on tv i love it okay i don't know what to tell you (laughs) you need to watch Uh, the show that's what i'll tell you (laughs) i don't know i'll think about it <laughs> you see, this is one of those things where, and this is when I will make this comparison, and I will finally pull this in because I have not said anything about this. Like, I have not said, uh, you know what? I watched The Walking Dead, so you should watch this. But I am telling you, this is one of those situations. Everyone wants to have an opinion about this show, and just like when my thoughts about The Walking Dead, everyone wants to have an opinion about it. And I said, I can't have an opinion about it until I watch it. And I will say the same thing to you: you cannot have an opinion about the show until you watch I it. I don't. You I should don't, watch it. I don't. I don't have an opinion. On well, watch it, it so we can so you can have an opinion on it. I don't know, man. It seems like a very <laughs> seems like a very complicated show. It is not at all. <laughs> How does it how does it fit into the MCU? Does it fit perfectly into the MCU, or does it or what? 
What do you it's, think? It's like all of these shows, all of the Marvel shows. It's like they're in the MCU. They make more, probably they make more references than any of the other ones, but at the same time, like they're not, there's not going to be too much tying in, you know? Um, yeah, makes sense. Uh, it's 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 basically when it comes to fitting in, it's I would equate it to the rest of those um, MCU TV shows. You know, they're they're in the universe. It's just they're not going to tr- try too hard to tie them in. They haven't tried to tie them in since season two, really. Um, when they had like uh, what's that? Is it Sif, the Thor yeah. character? They had her come into an episode once, um, and that was like in season one or two. So, that, but that's the last time, really. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you should watch it. Uh, I will invoke. I'm invoking The Walking Dead. I watched The Walking Dead. You should watch this show so we can oh talk about my, it. Don't even get me started. <laughs> I watched. I watched shows for you. I watched Supernatural. That's 13 seasons now, by the way. Hey, I okay, that Narcos. wasn't. But that wasn't me asking you to watch it. Number one. That like supernatural, I was literally just watching it, and you're just like, "All right, I'll watch this with you." And then I would like go away, and then I'd come back, and you and my brother would have watched like three episodes. I'm like, "How did this happen?" So don't don't you cannot use the supernatural and Narcos. Okay. Narcos, okay, that's Narcos. like for the podcast. That's different. <laughs> I'll think about it. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. All right, like let me because there's. What I, I told my friend, I told my, you know, I had a discussion with my friend Andy. I had, I had a discussion with my friend Andy yesterday. Um, and I basically told him, I was like, dude, I, I called you out. I called you and Deanna out on the podcast. I did. I, I blatantly did. So I told him, I was like, look, you, first of all, listen to the episode. Second of all, <laughs> give me a show to watch. And then you need to watch either This Is Us or Game of Thrones. I said, look, I don't mind joining the the bandwagon for Riverdale, okay, but you need to give me a show. So I don't know, depending on like what he gives me. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll like you know if he doesn't give me it by like sometime this week, I'll, I'll probably start watching Agents of Shield. The funny thing about Riverdale is I I want to hate that so show so so much. I really do. I want to watch it and hate it just because like I know so many people that love it, and I'm just like I want to hate the show. <laughs> Like, I'm honestly considering watching it just to see, like, what the hype is all about, know, you know right? what I'm saying? But I'm not going to do it until they watch Game of Thrones or This Is Us. It's yeah. not going to happen. So, uh, I've said countless times that they can have my Hulu. Like, yeah. it's fine. So. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, one thing I do. Well, did you do your low? I don't particularly. You don't have one? Have, I don't really have a low okay. this week. Well, then, one one thing I do want to do before we throw it over to you and Jesse is um, I mentioned a que- I gave a que- you a question a challenge you might say at the end of last episode did you come up with your three desert island TV shows oh crap you I totally forgot about this um, hmm. and again the question was if you are on a desert island and you could have three TV shows that you could watch for basically the rest of your life and you're binging these shows over and over again what would you want and of course it is right now so if you pick game of thrones you don't get the last season because it hasn't come out yet Hmm. i'll say friends definitely friends um probably 
Oh man, this is tough. I know. Um, I'll take Game of Thrones because you know what? Whatever. <laughs> um, I can't not live without not singing the Game of Thrones. And I would probably choose. Hmm. Probably choose The Walking Dead. Ooh, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, the Walking Dead. I was thinking. I was, I was thinking. I was thinking about. I was. I was like between Daredevil and The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. But there's not enough. There's not enough Daredevil for me to be like, okay, like I can live off of this for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like at least I'm getting eight seasons or eight and a half seasons of a show. Mm-hmm. You know, compared to just two seasons of of a show. So. Yeah. All right, I would go. Man, all right, I'd go that '70s show, just because I, in my opinion, that's the best comedy or the best sitcom of all time. Oh boy, totally forgot about that show. Yep, I would go that '70s show. I would go. Okay, and this is gonna be might be a weird choice. I'm gonna go True Detective, and that is because the first season is the single greatest season of television I've ever seen. So if I could just watch that season over and over again, I will be happy. Uh, Season two, I will probably just only watch when I want to torture myself. And then, you know what? If I'm on a desert island, I am going to be very bored. And I'm going to want something to just flat out entertain me. And that's why, surprisingly, shockingly, people are going to be shocked. I'm going to go with two comedies now. Because I, the last thing I'm going to go with is Parks and Recreation. Which is better than The Office. I've said it before, I'll say it again. <laughs> I'll say it before, I'll say it again. Yep. That's crazy. That is insane. So, Parks and Rec, that. that 70s show, and True Detective. Those are my three. Cannot believe you're calling that show right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right well you want to we're going to throw it over to you and jesse to finish out the episode and talk about marvel's runaways and then ozzy will sign out from there you ready ozzy oh yeah all right i'm really terrified <laughs> stay tuned all right guys and our guest today is jesse helping me review marvel's runaways on hulu jesse how you doing man i'm doing all right ozzy doing all right i've been keeping busy that's for sure uh it does feel weird this is the first time i've been on to talk about anything that's not star wars in quite a while yeah it's uh it's been a long time since you've actually been on the episode with like with me at least i know yeah um, since yeah, like westworld probably <laughs> Yeah, since Westworld, I believe it is. Yeah, because you're you're on and you do the recaps with Carlos for Star Wars Rebels. Um, you do a great job there, by the way. Thanks for helping out there. Well, appreciate and, it. <laughs> and yeah, it, it feels great. It feels great to have you on, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad to be back. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to step in and review a few more things soon. But we'll see. We'll yeah, see. yeah, we're de- we're probably we're probably gonna have you on for Star Wars: The Last Jedi if you're not busy. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, I'll be here. <laughs> I live here, so. Yeah, true, true, true. But all right, man. Let's get this started. So, what, what, like, what is your initial thought of the episode so far? They lose released four episodes. What do you think of the? What do you think so far about the story and what's going on? Um, so far, I really enjoy it. Um, there, mm-hmm. the the first episode for sure for me though, it felt more like a teenage drama more than a a um what you call it a uh, superhero show but i think that's that's to be expected it's about teenagers so you they had to introduce it in that way and there was just enough mystery and stuff going on in the background that you just had to 
had to keep going, but I've really enjoyed it um, so far. It's just my overall, overall um, opinion. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of I kind of have mixed feelings about it so far because I'm I just don't know. <clears throat> like, I'm I'm definitely interested in what these parents are hiding and what these parents are doing, and we kind of get a little bit of that revealed in this episode, at least just from one set of parents. Mm-hmm. Um, you, we kind of find out that some of them aren't all that bad. I mean, they're. You know, but it's it's interesting to see that these kids know that there's something going on. Um, I think it's kind of also interesting how it also revolves around a, a dead girl yeah. um, that that really brought the group together, mm-hmm. basically. So I thought I think it, I think it has an interesting premise. I just don't know if I agree with the execution because mm-hmm. it's not really there's still not enough explaining like ex, explanations going on, you know. Yeah, I, I definitely get that. I did enjoy like the, the second episode, especially after show, having a whole episode from the kids' point of view, then going to the parents' point of view and making it so that they're not just villains. We we do sympathize with the parents in a lot of ways, uh, though not completely all the time. There are those that are better than others, of course. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see what their overall, overall goal is. Because um, in the comics, I haven't read a whole lot of The Runaways, but I've read some. They were uh, the pride organization basically ruled the underground crime ring of LA. And that's, I don't think that's the case because we've already had some conflict between Alex's dad and these gangsters, uh, that he used to be a part of. So clearly he's not in control of them. Uh, so I'm not sure what's going on. And also their overall motives with the guy in the casket, not really sure what's going on there yet. Uh, definitely not the same thing as what was going on in the comics. But uh, I'm really interested to see where that's coming. And I agree with you. This is I've been pulled into the show so far just because of the mystery, trying to figure out what's going on with everything so far. But there are times that I can really see myself uh, drifting away from this at some point. Like like if this the if this season doesn't end in a satisfying way, I could definitely see myself not coming back next season just because of these kind of confusing and little like dead ends that we've come to several times. Yeah. I mean, some of these kids are, are gaining abilities and, you know, we, we kind of learn they're kind of learning how to control it somewhat each time, but which is interesting, you know, I, you know, I don't mind seeing a teenager with powers. I think it's pretty cool, but I want to know how they're getting them and why they're getting them. And I like these, the, the, those are just some of the things that I would like to know. Right. I mean, I kind of know some stuff from the comics, like, understand something but i don't want to spoil it because we haven't gotten that far into the show yet i don't want to just say something and that would ruin a big plot point here in a later episode but i think we're getting really close to getting some answers on some of that uh some of it i'm not sure if we'll get answers or not uh but yeah it's just kind of up in the air at this point uh how do you how do you do you do you like their interpretation of pride i mean you read the runaway comic so i want to see like do you like their interpretation of pride on this show or or do you prefer the comics version better which one I, which one do you like better? like i said i've read some of the comic i haven't read all of it uh but i'm mm-hmm. I, enough to be familiar but uh i do really in i i do like this iteration of pride i wouldn't say i can i don't know enough to like one over the other i would say but okay. um this one i do like it because they are a very diverse group that are here for a purpose but they don't really agree on their purpose, it seems like like some of them 
definitely know more than others. None of them really get along very well, with a few exceptions. So it's just, uh, uh, it's just kind of interesting to see how this group meshes together and fights, but trying to still do something with this guy in the casket. We we still don't know what. I, I assume they're trying to like bring him back to life or heal him or something like that by like sending uh, sacrifices his way. I'm not really sure, but I, I do really like this iteration of Pride. Yeah, I think it's a very fascinating iteration of a because it seems like they're part of a cult. Um, so it, it definitely seems interesting, and I am interested in the mythology that surrounds that surrounds it. Um, I particularly like this episode because we we do get to know more from the parents, and we do. I don't know if you saw episode four. Yeah. Um, yeah, we do get more of the parents, and we do start to care more about the parents, and especially like Chase Stein's final scene and it was with his father you see that his father is really invested in building whatever he's building yeah. so very interesting to see that these that these kids are that these father that these that these parents are starting to take it take more of an interest in their kids um it's going to be that's why i'm interested because it's it's a very conflicting issue it's it's, it's between the ch- it's between the children and the parents so that's why it's also a very interesting show yeah, I, I mean, I, I do like um, some pretty big changes, in my opinion, uh, between the show and the other um, thing. Uh, the uh, you call the comic. There we go. I forgot the word there for a second. Um, is that like Chase in the comics was just an idiot kid, an idiot rebellious kid. But in this, clearly, he's got a pretty good mind behind him. He is very smart because he's developing this technology on his own. While in the comics, he just stole a bunch of technology from his dad. Um, yeah, and also this one seems to be more Pride's goal seems to be more scientific. While in the comics, it was more mystical, like, and it might be working into some mysticism or something here soon. That's why I don't want to go into that too far uh, and possibly spoil something for somebody later down the line. But so far, it's I really liked the changes they've made, and they've seemed to serve a very good purpose in what I've seen. <clears throat> All right. How do you like the casting so far? Do you think that these kids are doing a good job? Do you think you like the actors so far? Um, or do you think there needs to be improvement? Um, I do like the casting so far. Um, uh, especially the um, the uh, one mom. Oh my gosh, I can't remember her name. Nico. Nico's mom. Nico's mom. Nico's just, mom. It, as soon as you see her, she just exudes um, arrogance and evil somewhat. She just... I don't know why she just kind of puts out that vibe as soon as I saw her. And then, and she's kind of lived up to it throughout. She's been a little bit more sympathetic, but still you, you don't like, you can't like her. It's really hard to like her. Uh, so I think a lot of the performance has been really good. It's just some of the, like you said, some of the execution and moving forward. I want to see that, uh, that improve a little bit. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. I, th- I think, I think right now one of the best performances is, is Tina. It's the mother. Yeah, um, I think she's doing. I think she's doing a really good job there, really being menacing, especially when she was, especially in this scene, like in this particular episode, episode four, where she was even challenging some of the other people in Pride. Mm-hmm. So you just see how she is very. She doesn't need her husband. Right. Um, she's very. She's very powerful on her own. Right. And you see that. You see that this episode. Yeah. She's a very, very formidable. Yeah, another really good, um, really good performance I've seen so far is the actress that plays Gert. Uh, she she's been doing a really good job because when you first see Gert and you see how much of an 
activist she is in her in her system you you i i kind of like i mean it was like oh no is she going to be like this the whole time? Is she going to be conflicting with people like this the whole time? But then whenever she gets along with Chase every now and then, she kind of lets that fall. It's like she she believes in what she's fighting for, but a lot of that is persona that she puts up. And like it, yeah. it, she she picks up and drops things appropriately so that it's pretty realistic. She's not just some stereotype. None of the characters are stereotypes, actually. They, they all get set up kind of like stereotypes at the very first episode. But then as we've been moving forward... You see that breakdown, and you see the chinks in the armor that they've built up start to fall away as they become close together again. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the best ones is Chase Stein's character, played by Greg uh, Greg Sulkin. I mm-hmm. think, I mean, I think, I think that's one of the biggest examples because you know you would have you would have classified him as a as a as a jock, and and then you know him standing up to what he saw and, and standing up standing up to the jocks. I mean, it is it was one of the best things. Uh, the show's done so far with his character. You know, he's not a complete and total douchebag. Um, I think my favorite character is Gert. I think she's great. I think I, I really, I personally like how she just kind of drops everything just to help people. <clears throat> I, I just like her character. I don't know how I feel about Alex Wilder yet. I, I don't know yeah. if it's his performance or the character. I just, I'm not really feeling him. Yeah, he, I, I, I don't, I'm not really sure what it is on that one yet either because he just kind of, especially in the first episode, he's really depressed. He gets introduced as this depressed loner. And then at the drop of a hat, he just decides, okay, yeah, I'm going to start getting everybody together again and be really, really determined about it. There was not really any build, not much explanation besides him. It reveals revealing his feelings about Nico. Um, But it, it just like at the drop of a hat, all of a sudden he's this way. While the rest, it's been kind of a progression and revealing, and he still keeps dropping up and down of being, oh well, I don't know, and then been being super bold like five minutes later. It's yeah, just, like I just there's a lot of inconsistency with his character so far. Yeah, especially especially his relationship with Nico. I feel like their relationship is super rushed because it comes out of nowhere for it, me at least. Yeah, and so far it seems very one sided. Like Nico's shown interest, but. I think mostly in being a friend. She she is very guarded. She's one of the best characters so far, I think, because at first she had very little to do with what was going on, and now she's becoming a very central plot point. Like she is, she's in the middle of everything, just like everybody else. Yes, um, I think I think everybody's doing a pretty good job, especially um, Molly Hernandez. Molly Hernandez was one of the first ones to actually, if not the first one, to get powers. Yes, yes, she and she is. Um, she she's just trying to figure out her origins. Now I was I will admit I was really confused at first because um uh like like I say I've read the comics but I'm not super uh, it was a long time ago and I didn't read them all. So I was really confused at first thinking that Molly and Gert were both adopted into that family. And when it took me a little bit to figure out okay no Molly is the only adopted one Gert is not. So it, that would I was a little confused in that for a little bit, but it's starting. It makes more sense to me now. And as she's trying to make sense of what's going on with her, it's uh, had some pretty good comedic moments. Even like whenever she's trying, like messing with the van and all that stuff. Like I, I, I don't know. She, she, uh, she's also a really interesting character. I just agree. Yeah, I mean, I think the least one, the least interesting character right now is Alex Wilder. Yeah, unfortunately, because he—I I believe he's like a lead 
Um, I don't like, I don't like, I think, I think his name is Frank Dean. He's one of the kids' parents. Um, yeah, he's, he's the, he's the father of Carolina Dean. He's just very uninteresting and he needs to die. Yeah. (laughs) I don't like him. It's like, he's trying to, (laughs) he's trying to figure out what the fam, what pride is doing without knowing about pride. And I think that should just be left to the kids. Like, Everything that he's kind of going through, like trying to get into the personal meditation chamber and all that stuff, that should be stuff left for Carolina. That's stuff that she could be doing uh, along with trying to figure out what in the world's going on with her glowing arms and all that stuff. So uh, he he's just kind of filling a role that I think the kids could be feel, filling instead. Yeah, I mean, I 100% agree with you there. It, for me, it just doesn't really make any sense for him to be doing that. And he's a very... He's not a very likable character, in the in the least kind. I I don't I don't relate to him. I don't care for him. I I don't care what happens to him. He seems like he seems like a leech, honestly. Yeah, so I, I I kind of predict that he's going to get killed off. Like he's going they're going to sniff him out and kill him off, and that'll that might help throw Pride off the kids' trail even. Do you think that he might be the sacrifice that they're looking for? Um, I don't know if they're looking for a specific sacrifice, but I think that's what will happen. Um, when I say he's going to get killed off, they're going to be like, okay, he's getting too close to this. He needs to disappear. Um, let's make him go Omega and just run him off to sacrifice him real quick. And honestly, I think that they're going to try to sell that as a big um conflict probably for his wife and carolina's mom i don't remember her name either um leslie dean thank you leslie um but i don't think that's going to really sell very well because she doesn't seem very attached to him at all it's just not a very i I don't buy into the performance with him yeah i i don't again i don't know if it's a performance of the character and maybe both i just i don't really like his character i really found it weird (laughs) How Leslie was going to sleep with whatever the hell that was. I thought it was really weird. I don't know who he is. Um, and then the weird glowing, whatever. <laughs> just, I, that I'm whole scene was. That whole scene was. I was just like, wait, what? 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 <laughs> it was so weird because then the light started to show like where his crotch was, and I was like, um, what am I about to watch right now? Yeah, it was just super weird. It, I did not. It was. They better explain that pretty soon. Uh, I have theories, but I don't want to go over them. Like I said, Uh, maybe we can talk about that later Uh, after we have some revelation or we get a little bit closer and we can start talking actual theories. But yeah, Yeah, I'm enjoying the show so far. There are definitely there is definitely room for improvement, though. And I kind of fear that if they don't improve, I might jump jump off the wagon at the end of the season. Same here. Uh, we need to get some answers. We need to get at least, you know, what what like what intentions they are. Who who the who the guy is in the bed, and like how are these kids getting their powers? Because we're learning each individual one at a time. Um, I don't even know if I don't know if 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 Alex Wilder is gonna get any. I don't know if if the other if the other kid is gonna get any. But I mean, right now. For the most part, three three of the girls already have powers. Yeah, um, Carolina, um, Molly, and then uh, Gert has Gert. that psychic link to the Raptor. Yeah, so it's it's just which I found it really cool that she has a psychic link to the Raptor. I don't know how that is, but she does. I find that really cool. Yeah, I mean, but, dinosaurs are just gonna 
probably beef up any storyline. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Let me uh, let me pull up her name real quick before before we before we end this. Uh, what do you think? Carolina's powers are like she just glows, but do you think they have like I don't know what I know what she can I know what they are. Oh, you do? I do. I I, I, I know, and I but right. I can't I can't say I don't like All I said right. that's too big of a spoiler. Uh, I'm pretty just seeing what's going on with her. That's definitely the same thing that's going on that happens in the comics. So I can't really spoil that for right now. I right, just. Is it is it good though? Like, is it pretty cool? Are we talking like it's it's like up there with Gert's power, or is she's? Um, it's pretty cool. A- um, especially the the origin of it can go either way depending on how they interpret it. But it, it's a pretty cool power. Oh wow! Okay, all right. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm definitely looking forward to her power now. Yeah, hopefully like- that'll be in this next episode because they can't draw this out too much longer. They need to start. They need to hurry up and run away. I mean, they they're not even yeah, close to has- running away yet. Yeah, and this is called Marvel's Runaways, and it's. I think there's only going to be ten episodes this season, and we're on next episode is is episode five. It's going to be halfway done, and they haven't even run away yet. Exactly. So it needs to it needs to pick up. It, I feel like they're taking too much time here. Yep, it's time to commit, pull the trigger, let's go. Yes, hundred percent agree, man. But thank you so much for being on Jesse I really appreciate you yeah, being man. on man happy to do it happy to I'm looking forward to talking about this some more in coming weeks yeah we're, we're probably gonna do a, a full a full season review once the show is over yeah um, and it's gonna be interesting I hope I hope that there's a lot more improvement by that time oh, yeah. in the coming weeks to come but definitely man um, do you have any recommendations that you want to recommend to anybody um uh, Go you you go ahead and let me think of something real quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fine. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and recommend that you guys watch any MCU movie right now because, as we reviewed last episode, the for those of you guys who really aren't invested in the MCU but saw the Infinity War trailer, and you guys are like, oh my gosh, like that's in, that's insane. You guys need to watch these movies because this is. For me, this is one of the best. If this is probably like my favorite franchise, just due to how much work and effort has been put into this, and for it to finally be paid off with Infinity War, it's going to be an amazing film. I cannot wait to see it May Fourth. So definitely check out any MCU movie that you can or any MCU show. Um, it's been it's been ten years in the making, and I cannot wait to see uh, Infinity War. Yeah. It's my favorite. It's probably my favorite trailer to come out this year. It is a, it's absolutely an amazing trailer. So definitely watch the trailer and watch catch up catch up on these MCU movies if you guys can because it's it's really great. Uh, I'm gonna recommend uh, Tora Tora Tora. Uh, it's an older movie. Uh, it's about Pearl Harbor, uh, the most accurate film about Pearl Harbor to date. Um, the the Anniversary of Pearl Harbor is coming up here in just a couple days, so uh, that's a pretty fitting movie. It's a lot more accurate than the um, more recent Pearl Harbor by Michael Bay, but um, or I think it was by Michael Bay. I don't remember. I'm I'm not good with directors like Carlos guys. Um, anyway, uh, it's it's a very accurate, good movie. You got to read about half of it because some of it's told from the perspective of the Japanese, but that's part of the appeal. You get the full 360 outsider view. Um, and just get to see the whole thing play out. So, yeah. Interesting. Um, what's it called again? Tulsa, Tulsa? Torah, Torah, Torah. 
Torah, Torah, Torah. Interesting. Sounds very interesting. I want to see it. Yeah, yeah. It's Sounds it's good. definitely worth it. It's it's an older movie, but it's definitely worth seeing. Yeah. All right. Sounds interesting. I'll, I'll definitely give it a look at. But all right, Jesse, where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Colonel Swink. Awesome. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Castro Ozzy. Seven, and if you guys have any recommendations as in TV shows, movies, or discussions, and I mean, you know, entertainment discussion, guys, not anything political, um, feel free to email me at ozzy.castro set ozzy.castro at screenfellas.com. I was about to give out my email, it's not good, yeah, but anyways, let's not do that, <laughs> anyways, um. Jesse, you have anything else you want to say, man? Uh, no. Anything Star Wars related? Uh, I think that's about it. Uh, I've, <laughs> uh, I would like to apologize on the video series I promised. I got the first one up, and then it kind of flopped because of some technical difficulties. Hopefully going to have those going again soon. So, uh, awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> definitely, so definitely check out the YouTube channel, guys. All right. Well, we, we hope you guys enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, check out the YouTube channel. Check out the website. We have some great written review content on there. Definitely check that out. Guys, this is Screen Fellas.